Well, hello, everybody, and on this beautiful June 2nd, Sunday, 4 o'clock. It must be 4 o'clock because here I am, and here's Carly at the other side. So hopefully you got some great questions for me today. I always look forward to it every week to see what you guys come up with. And this week has been um, uh, the last whizzy, uh, worzy, worzy, whirlwind. There you go, whirlwind. I know my daughter's been here with uh, my three grandkids, six months, three years, and uh, and five years. And and my uh, and so the first two weeks they were kind of sick with colds, and so this last week and a half it's just been blah, and they're leaving on Tuesday. So it's been this week has been very tiring. And the boys though are so good, they're very good, you know. But boy, I know I oh, I only had one kid. <laughs> Two kids fight or they whine together. And it's like, I don't do good with that whiny stuff. You say, take it outside. But anyway, so we've been blowing bubbles a lot, playing uh, playing in the plastic kiddie pools. They've been visiting all their cousins. they got 17 cousins. And so it's been, it's been fun. But it's really going to be sad to see them go on Tuesday. Double-edged sword. I can't wait for my house to get a little bit quieter and a lot mess, a lot less messier. But on the other hand, boy, it's gonna, it's gonna, I'm gonna have to deprogram. And yesterday, my uh, other grandson, uh, Derek Riopel, got married to Shay. And so I want to give a shout out to Derek and Shay, Mr. and Mrs. Riopel, uh, forever and ever, we hope. As, <laughs> you know, that's all we can do. And so, because it is, they're great people. They're great, make a great couple. And, uh, she's going to be doing opera. She went to school for opera in, um, Chicago. And so she brought a lot of her Chicago friends up and they did some karaoke towards the end of the night. And it was like having our own Broadway show. They did Greece. They did Bohemian, what is it, Rhapsody or whatever type thing. Yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, and then they did some cat from cats and yeah it's just it's been it's been crazy so it was it was very enjoyable i mean it, it, it well, you could hear them just harmonizing and uh, you could tell they were three theatrical people it was yeah it was just great so but anyway and then i just remember heads up on june 27th that's a thursday i'm going to be on the donna and steve show who and we're going to be broadcasting live from pet stuff in um minnetonka and so I'm going to be down there from nine to noon with uh, Steve and and uh, Donna, but I'll be off to the side. They'll be doing their show. So if you want to come down, say hi to them, say hi to me, ask me your pet questions, show off your dogs or, or your pets or whatever to me, that'd be great. Uh, so hopefully you look forward to it from nine to noon on January 27th at Pet Stuff in Minnetonka. So please put that down in your calendar. And then next weekend is Good Neighbor Days weekend, the Hugo Good Neighbor Days, where we got a carnival, we got fireworks, we got great bands Friday and Saturday night, $5 cover. They start at 8 p.m. We got the beer gardens. Uh, Sunday's uh, family day, so we got face painting for the kids, pet and zoo, and all this kind of stuff. And Sunday, I will not be here next Sunday. I will be doing this. I'm, I'm a Hugo Lion, and so I've been doing, uh, there's a lot of stuff, the, the ceremony and closing ceremonies and stuff like that, so, and the last day of Good Neighbor Days. And remember, next Saturday at 11 a.m. is the Hugo Good Neighbor Days Parade. And if you could bring your kitties, because I'll tell you folks, and bring a big bag, because there's lots of candy that is is thrown. It's it's pretty it's pretty cool. This is a short, quick parade. It only maybe lasts an hour if that's, you know, if they are lucky. And then also, uh, <clears throat> we don't have a marching band. And the reason why is because of Good Neighbor Days being the first weekend of June, you know, most of the high schools are graduating and their marching band doesn't kick in uh, until like the end of J- June or the first part of July. And so otherwise we have to pay for a marching band to come in and we don't have the funds for it. So we just got to all have a good time. <laughs> and so it's just, it's fun. It's fun. I started the parade 
What has it been now? 24 years ago, uh, Good Neighbor Days Parade. And it's just, yeah, so it's, it's just a nice, polite parade. It doesn't go on and for hours and hours, unlike the Forest Lake Parade, the 4th of July Parade. It just goes on. I think it goes on for like three, almost four hours. Well, ours is about an hour. All right, but lots of candy. So Good Neighbor Days, stop out. starts out Thursday to Sunday. Uh, there's beer, and gar- beer gardens, uh, carnival rides, uh, just tons of stuff. Uh, you can go to Hugo Good Neighbor Days on Facebook and check it out, Okay. And let's see. Okay. If you got a question, give holler or oh, anything with you this week, Car- Carly. Sorry about that. No, just getting ready to, um, you know, kind of say goodbye to my kindergarten class. Oh, that's right. That's class. right. Yeah. Um, this is the last week. Last four days uh-huh. is happening. Yeah. They technically had their kindergarten graduation last week okay. on Friday. Okay. And that went really well. They were oh, really good. excited. So Thank you. good. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Yeah. I'm sure then, then we'll then have some summer tears. begin. Yep. And then the smiles begin, the pool splashing. And no. <laughs> yeah, I was in the pool today at my parents' there house. You so go. I can tell you got good. a little hue yeah. to you. I did. Yeah. I wish I would have a glow, hue. right? Yeah, yeah <laughs> I wish I would have got a hue today, but yeah. no, no luck. But anyway. So, okay, give a holler. 651 641 1071. That's 651 641 1071. And remember, you can catch uh, us and all the, the, the KDK9 show and all the shows here on My Talk 1071 on podcasts, wherever you get your podcast from. Or you can take out the app from My Talk Act. Just go to My Talk 1071. Uh, 107, my talk 1071.com. And you can check on there. Always giving prizes away if you join our apps and such like that. So, but podcast, pass me along. And, uh, so you can go take me anywhere or pick me up anywhere in the whole wide world. Cause you remember the, the station also streamed live. So anyway, so give a holler 651 641 1071. Okay. Guess what? Okay, the, to determine most popular puppy names in each U.S. state nationwide, sorted through its uh, database of more than 75,000 insured pets, and below are the results for the most popular names. Okay, what do you think? Just magic my glasses so I can read. Okay. Okay, there we go. All right, okay, in Alabama, what do you think the, the most popular, uh, most popular uh, girl dog name going to be? Um, Alabama. Think of. Uh, I'm thinking. South. I'm thinking. I'm thinking in the South. Dorothy. Dorothy. Oh, there, there you go. Kansas. I don't know. Oh, yeah, Kansas. Okay. I was in, thinking South. I don't know. Okay, in Alabama is yeah. Bella. In Ala- okay. In Alaska, yeah. it's yeah. Lucy. Lucy. That's yeah. interesting. In Arizona, it's Bella. Arkansas, it's Duke. California, it's Luna. Colorado, Luna. Connecticut, Luna. Okay. Delaware. Luna. Oh my goodness. Florida, Luna. Georgia, Bella. Hawaii, Bella. Idaho, Bella. Illinois, Charlie. Indiana, Luna. Iowa, Bella. Kansas, Bella. Kentucky, ready? Okay. Bailey. Oh. Okay. And this one I think is great. Louisiana. Yes. Stella. In Louisiana, most popular name. Okay. Maryland. Bailey, okay. Massachusetts, Luna. Okay, Minnesota. What do you think Minnesota is? Oh gosh, um, I, 
I have no idea. Luna. Oh, it is? Yep. And these Luna. are the, the most, most popular popu- girl dog names. And Interesting. People that take out pet, it's, uh, pet insurance, 750000 Yeah. Okay, and that's what they're judging these on for each state. You know what's funny is I've name. never met a dog in my lifetime oh, that I, has name has the name Luna. I got a lot. Bella and Luna are the two girl names. I've heard. And I've Bailey. Met, yeah. Those are the, Bailey can be male or female. Right. Names. Yeah. So. I've heard like Bailey and Bella, but I yep. haven't. Yeah. Okay. Mississippi, Bella, Missouri, Cooper. Cooper. I I'm, like that one. Yeah. I'm hearing I a like lot of Coopers yeah. now lately. North Carolina, Bella, North Dakota. And Bella. They're all, and they're <laughs> all by themselves on this one. Louie. Oh. North Dakota is Louie. There is no other state that has Louie. Okay. Ohio, Lucy. Okay. Oklahoma, Bella. Oregon, Bella. Pennsylvania, Luna. Rhode Island, Cop Cooper. South Carolina, Bella. South Dakota, Luna. Huh. Tennessee, Bella. Texas, Bella. Utah, Luna. Vermont, Ruger. That's all by itself. Like Louis, Ruger is the only one. Vermont. And then Virginia, Luna. Washington, Luna. Yeah. <laughs> West Virginia, Molly. I like Molly. Oh, that's a cute name. Yeah. Wisconsin, Luna. Yes. <laughs> Luna. <laughs> and that's where they're Wisconsin and Minnesota. Okay. And then Wisconsin, Wyoming, Luna. I was going to say Luna. Yeah. And Washington, D.C. Luna. One all by itself again. <laughs> oh. Penny. Oh, Penny. That's yeah. Fun. Penny, Ruger, and Louie, and but Charlie. All by themselves. That are all by themselves. Huh. Everybody else is at least a dupe of it. Isn't that something? That Luna is, is Latin new. for the word moon. Yep. Has grown in popularity among pet, pen, oh, pet owners since the publication of J.K. Rowling's Harry Potter's Perrier, Boy, my muscle, Harry Potter. my mouth is not mm. doing good to get today. Okay, yeah, since uh, J.K. Harry Potter series, which features the free-spirited character Luna Lovegood. Love yep. yep. She's like my favorite character. Wow. So the top, yeah. So isn't that just like Luna and Bella? Well, takes it hand down. Oh well, it is. Well, yeah, isn't that something? That's I never crazy. thought of. I, I never occurred to me why the white name. You know, like when uh, when there's movies out. Cause yeah. Like when uh, we had a litter of kittens when Cassandra was little. Yes. And uh, uh, she, her favorite movie was Aladdin. So we got a lot of the Aladdin characters as names Jasmine, for those kittens. Yes. Boo. Yep, yep, you got it. So. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> okay, well, call, we got open lines. Come on, call in, guys. It doesn't happen often. 651-641-1071. Okay, where is that? The dog's shoulder blades are something. They're unlike other shoulder blades and other pets. And what is that? We'll be right back. Visualize Carly the other side, hanging away at this. First time I think it's been right off the bat. There you go. Well, yes, good song. Yeah, there you go. And I enjoy watching you. <laughs> well, I'm glad. There it is. I think that <laughs> it is helps so- that I used to be a performer. So what? Oh, did you really? Yeah, that oh, was my know. undergrad. Oh, really? Yeah. What were you? Um, well, theater. I mean- what? I do theater. Oh, you do? Yeah. Theater, the theater? Yeah. What happened to the Sing, theater? Sing, dance, you know, oh, act, wow. pretend I like did. I'm someone else. I didn't know that. Absolutely. Oh, wow. There we go. Sing. Yeah. Oh, you do sing, huh? I do. I try, but yeah. I called Derek, you know, my grandson that just got married yesterday. Yeah. I called him Friday night and tried to sing, you know, uh, 
I'm getting married in the morning. Oh, yeah. From, Ding dong, yeah. the bells are going to chime. Yeah, my fair lady. Well, yeah, and yeah. I... T- but see, then instead of get me to the church on time, I'm yeah. trying. I'm trying to say, get me to the Shoreview Community Center yeah. on time. Get me to the Shoreview <laughs> Community. Center. Like, uh, get me to out, the place on time. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, it turned out like I should have just kept my mouth shut. Hey, <laughs> you tried. That's okay. all we need. A dodger dog shoulder blades. What is different from other, uh, you know, animals? What is different about a dog shoulder blades? Do you have any idea? I have no idea. They are unattached. Oh. To the rest of the skeleton to allow greater flexibility for running. They're unattached. Isn't that something? That's interesting. There you go. Interesting. See, yeah. I saw it too. I saw okay. it too. There you oh. go. Okay, folks. Come All on. Right. We got open lines. We need to talk. Give me a holler. 651-641-1071. Who's up to bat? Okay, we're going to talk to Carol. And Carol has a question about an eight-year-old cat. And she's just confused about what to feed it. All right. We can help. Hey, Carol, how you doing? Hello, I am doing just fine. Um, beautiful day outside. Oh, it's beautiful is an understatement. At the Dine the- Art Fair, which was great. Oh, nice, nice, yeah. nice. So anyway, I adopted this cat about two and a half months ago. Okay. Her owner had died, and um, as I say, she's eight years old, a long-haired, kind of gray calico cat, and she's mm-hmm. a wonderful, friendly, friendly cat. Oh, nice. But she is too fat. Yeah. Um, Okay. She weighs, I thought when I got her, they said she was 11.2 pounds, but I am just not quite sure because I've been weighing her all along and I get 12.2 pounds all right. All right. on her. And I would called my holistic vet and she said to just give her like um, three ounces of wet food in the morning and three in the evening and try to not have more than 10 grams of carbohydrates. Mm -hmm. Well, when I went to the store, you know, none of the cans are labeled with carbohydrates, but they said to just add up the other numbers. So usually what's left, it looks like four grams of carbohydrates. Also, they said to stay away from the foods with gravy. Um, I always get the premium foods. I think now I'm feeding something that's got the word love in it, but also solistic. I've been giving her quite a variety, some with chicken and herring, some just chicken, some just salmon, which I think you said once to give them a variety because they get too much chicken. And she eats it all. But I'm worried because uh, once in a while, I mean, she just seems like she's getting so hungry. Mm -hmm. And then if I'm having to be gone, like a couple weeks ago, I had to be gone overnight, and I just had somebody come in once to feed her. Mm -hmm. And so I've just left her with dry food so she isn't climbing the walls. But uh, anyway, could you just give me your opinion on what she should be fed? And then also, I noticed some of the premium brands still have that carrageenan in it, which Mm -hmm. I believe is not a good additive. No, it's not. Yeah, no, uh, but what you want to do is because, like, I had two cats that I had to get 30. Uh, Bubba was 38 pounds, and uh, and Albert was 32 pounds. And I, I found out by way of my vet they were brought in to be put down because they couldn't, you know, move, and they weren't uh-huh. using the litter box. And so anyway, so they said, well, yeah, you know, are you up for the challenge? And I said, you bet. So then they okayed it with the owners. And so then I, 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 I took them, and I got them both down. Now, this wasn't the same time. Bubba, I had Bubba for about five years before I got uh-huh. Albert. And all I did was give, you know, the, the five ounce uh, can of uh, canned food 
dog, you know, the grain-free can uh-huh. cat yeah. food. Okay, I gave a half a can in the morning and a half a can in the evening. And then I, at first I gave them, I made like a little bit of a gravy because most cats like to lick their food, not actually yeah. chew yeah. the food. And so I put a little bit of warm water in it. And so okay. then they, they, they like that a lot better. And sometimes I'd add a little bit of canned pumpkin or mash, uh, mashed up uh, sweet potatoes. And they okay. like that because then now that's the good fiber. Fiber makes you feel fuller, but it doesn't have the carbs to it. Uh-huh. Okay. And uh and then you do you know, no treats other than every if I was making hamburger, I'd flip a little bit of raw hamburger to the cats. You okay. know, and then if I was cutting up chicken, I'd whether it's cooked or raw, I'd flip them some uh some chicken, you know, every once in a while as a treat. But otherwise that was about it. Because you okay. don't want a cat to lose weight too fast because they can get fatty liver disease. Right, yeah, we've right. been through that before. Oh, have you? Okay. And so that's why like I said, but if you're you know, this is on a, a cat that's you know, let, nothing like what I had to deal with, you know, thirty eight pounds, thirty two yeah, pounds. Yeah. And so I had to be more careful how fast they lost weight. And so that's why what I would just do is go by the feel of the cat. And uh-huh. once because now every Sunday when I get home from uh, before I feed any my animals on Sunday night, what I do is I feel them all. I don't go by looks. Your eyes lie to you. And so okay. what I do is I feel them and I want to feel the front rib when they're standing up. Okay. I want to feel the front rib back to the waistline. All right. Without, okay. And the casing of the ribs. I don't want gaps between the ribs, but I, I should be able to feel the casing without pushing. All right. Sure. And so then that, that's what, and so then I just, okay, I'll bump them up a little bit or I back them down or I'm, I'm staying just the same. You just get, you know, after about a month worth of feeling the cat and the dogs, then you get to know the feel that, okay, we need to bump you down a little bit this week because we kind of hung around because it was rainy. Uh-huh. You know, that's what the dogs with the cats, you know, totally indoor cats sometimes. You play a little bit more with them during the week. Some days you're busy and you don't have time to play. Yeah. And so that's why what you got to do is that's by, by going with the feeling and bump them up or, about, you know, add to or subtract is the best way to go. And see, now Nutrisource came out with seven new ones um, that have no chicken in. And oh, so that's okay. why I was so tickled because I was after him so long because everything had chicken and so many cats were getting the chicken aversion. So they yeah. came out with seven new grain-free uh, uh, in Nutrisource. So check them out and rotate okay. through those. And, but basically, if you go by the feel, have, have you headed to the vet and had any blood work done or your analysis or anything done? Um, you know, I don't know. I got her from Last Hope and... Okay. And she was supposed to have all be all checked out. So okay. I think okay. she's okay. okay. I haven't looked back at okay. the records. But, but yeah, I and, see, she... and see, by just staying away from the dry as much as possible. And a okay. lot of people do that when they leave for the night or something. They, you know, they'll leave some dry out, but not like maybe a little handful for just okay. to tie them over and don't fill the bowl. Okay. No, no. <laughs> but it, but otherwise, what, does she throw up at all? She's been acting so hungry and uh-huh. begging, and I think she's maybe getting into a bad habit. Okay. Well, not necessarily. It's just, you know, just like with us, our stomach has to shrink a little bit. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then it does. So then add more fiber, you know, like that canned pumpkin or the sweet potato, mash it up and put it in with her food. Okay. Because that would make her feel fuller or add up, you know, because she needs to lose weight, correct? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think so. I don't want her to develop right. diabetes and right. other Excellent. problems Excellent. down Excellent. the line. Yep. And so that's why just add in a filler or give a little bit of uh, raw hamburger to her, you know, okay. in, her, in her food. And so just a little bit because then that will make her feel fuller. But fiber makes them feel fuller. And then okay. maybe do some probiotics or a digestive enzyme if you can get away with it, just to be, kind of stable out her whole gut system is what I would do. Extra virgin coconut oil on her paw, because that, uh, that's a, a good thing just to help keep her digestive system. Does she throw up at all? You know, she's only thrown up one hairball in all the time I've had. Yes, her, okay, so. good. Because usually when you feed the grain-free canned foods, it's it's a very rarity that you ever get any anybody th- you know th- throwing up. So. Oh, good. Yeah, so... 
But that, that's, that's, that's what I would do, though. And is not... And see, sometimes when people have a tendency to do this with cats, if the cat's meowing, oh, you're hungry here, have some more food. You know what I would do is uh, entertain and get the laser out and start asking, yeah. you know, getting, getting her to move a little bit. Yeah, uh, she loves that and yeah. she loves to play, which I thought was kind of unusual for a cat her age, but she yeah. loves to play. Oh, good, so. yeah. And, you know, a feather on a string, they, they love doing that. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Redirect her and get so that now she's burning calories off and she's just, but it was everybody, when a dog, you know, looks at him or a cat looks at him, oh, you need food. And we're killing our pets with kindness. You know, we're getting them too fat. So yeah, don't worry yeah. about that. A lot of times it's just like, okay, let's do something. I'm bored. Just like humans, you know, a lot of people yeah. eat out of boredom, right? They don't yeah. need it, but they're they're bored. And so they eat. And so, <laughs> You know, and I thought of one more question. Sure. She's really an indoor cat, but mm-hmm. one day um, from our other cat, I still had a leash, which when or a harness, mm-hmm. which when I put on my other cat, she just flattened out on the ground. <laughs> this one didn't seem to mind one bit. All right. And I thought, and I've got a little harness, and I thought, you know, just to get her active, I could just take her a little walk down the sidewalk, but... We've had flea infestations in years past, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, okay, should with that little bit that she's outside, I'm so afraid she'll pick up some fleas. What What do you recommend? What I would do, you know, I mean, I don't do any chemicals on her in the, my pets. Yeah. Okay, you get the diatomaceous earth food oh, grade. Okay. I you know, put it, have some of yeah, that. Put it in a baby sock and just pat her shoulders, pat her rump, and one pat on her tummy. So in case something would come in, and then pat it on her bed where she normally sleeps. Uh-huh. So if anybody, now don't, you know, you know, like, have a cloud of dust okay we don't want to do that because you don't want to be breathing that in when it is a cloud but anyway uh but yeah just one little pat and so then if she does you know and that you'd be she doesn't go out that often you know just once every two three weeks you know but you know just keep it in it when you wash your bedding re re, you know repat that or where she sleeps or cat tree or whatever won't hurt them i just have because because that's what i did our natural food co-op yeah. There was some Australian flea powder that they mm-hmm. said was so good, yep. and I used it on the cat once. I used it again, and she went into a, a violent allergic yeah. reaction, and we had to have her put down. Oh, man. Yeah, okay. and so I'm, I'm real nervous oh, yeah. about no, that's why the, I just use powder diet. because I don't know what was in that. Yep. I know it. And sometimes, yeah, when people say natural, some things are technically natural but are harmful to cats. Cats are really a weird duck on a lot of things. But the diatomaceous earth. Yeah, and food grade. It has to be food grade. Yeah, I've got some of that. And if they lick it off, then she's deworming herself. That's what I deworm my barn cats with. I put it it in, um, it's like a, a... not quite a half a teaspoon, you know, uh-huh. and with a can of cat food and then make, put a little bit more water in there. And then, and I do that every other day for a week. And uh-huh. so, cause sometimes, you know, the cats are very, especially there's a lot of people that I know that have feral cats and you know, you yes. cannot get a hold of them. So this is a way to deworm them. So. Oh, good. Okay. Okay. Good. Thank, well, thank you. So you. Good much. luck, kiddo. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Where are we at? Time for trivia uh, or a fact. A fact. Well, let's see what we're going to got here. The flea can jump up to how many times its own height? How many times its own height? We'll be right back. That would be me, Katie K9. Thank you for listening and tuning me in on this beautiful Sunday afternoon. Remember, you can podcast all the shows here on My Talk 1071. So please uh, do that. Remember, June 27th, I'm going to be on the Donna and Steve show. And we're going to be doing a live uh, segment uh, for two hours, 9 to 12, down at Pet Stuff in Minnetonka. So hopefully you guys can join us. I'll be there, and then you can talk to me while they're talking on the air. So anyway, okay, how high, how many times, okay, how did I say that? 
the the flea can jump up to how many times its own height? Uh, the, the, ten. 200 times its oh my own goodness. height. Okay, this is equivalent to a man jumping the Empire State Building in New York. Wow. And that's why when you're doing, a, like if you're using a flea comb. Yeah. And you nag some fleas, have a jar of uh, plain water, or, I mean water, little warm water, put a little bit of liquid dish soap in there and swish it so that if you drop the flea or the flea comb in there, you know, they can't jump back out again because the, the the soap coats their legs and such so yeah. they can't jump, okay. all right? So that 200 times, a man is equal oh to, gosh. yeah, a man Ugh. jumping the Empire State Building. Yeah, that so just, you wonder why they can get to where they can Yeah, because they, they can jump. <laughs> right, yeah. There you go. That makes okay, sense let, now. There we go. Let's head to the phone lines. Okay, we're going to talk to Diane. Diane has a question about a nine-year-old lab that ha- is now going to be required to use the bathroom on a leash. Oh, my. Okay. Yeah. Well, hi, Diane. What are we, What's going on? Hi. Well, I'm selling. I have sold my single-family home All right. that my dog has grown up in. Mm-hmm. And we have uh, used a part of the yard, um, you know, go potty, go potty, right. go potty. Right. Okay, she has picked her spot. My dog can be in the car, on leash, on a vacation trip, uh, downtown Stillwater. It doesn't matter. She will not go to the bathroom on a leash ever. Okay. Um, now, so now how- we're going to a townhouse. Okay. And she has to be uh, off property on leash to the dog park at the, at the complex. And I'm worried about her not going and getting... About, yeah. Okay, but now, are you, when are you moving? In a month. Okay, well, now you're going to plan ahead here. So what yep. you're going to do now, you're going to start taking her out to her potty spot. Okay. Okay, and then don't use a six-foot line. Start out with, like, maybe a 10-foot line. Because okay. a lot of dogs are like, you're standing too close to me, don't want to go. <laughs> okay. And so then what you're just going to do is take her out, go potty like you normally do, you know, a 10-foot line, or if you want to do a 15-foot line. All right. And then eventually yeah. you can shorten it up and shorten it up. All right. But just okay. stand still. Don't walk around. And then if she just kind of looks at you like, excuse me, you're just keep her on task. Ma- remember, maximum time out is two minutes. Yeah. Bring her back in. If she doesn't go, wait another fifth, uh, another uh, you know minute or two. Take her back out. She eventually is going to have to go and she will get used to it. There are some dogs that that never go um, like uh, they're always either at home or in the car. Yeah. Okay. And so then, if somebody stays longer at somebody's house, they won't go potty until they get home. And so, but but the problem is, it once they can do it, then it becomes easier and easier and easier. All right. Okay. So that's why you're going to be practicing now for what lies ahead. That right. eventually, that you can have maybe a ten foot line or a six foot. If it takes a twenty foot line at first, just the yeah. feeling of having the line on, you know, yeah. type thing. And yeah. then, like I say, and then you know, go down a little bit less and a little bit less. But don't at no time ever break down and say, well. I'm just worried about don't do that. You got to stay the course on this one, right? Okay. So yeah. that don't worry that when you got to go, and some dogs can hold it just like some people have a cast iron bladder, but eventually they have to go. So you just, it's called waiting them out and it will happen. All right. Okay. Thank you so much. You bet, Kato. Good luck with your move. Uh, thank you. <laughs> bye bye. Bye. Yeah, that's that's a tough one. It really is, as far as uh, dogs. Now, there's many that don't want to go potty on a leash. Just like you're looking at me, and I had a dog like that, my Nikki. Uh, we came from the big farm to a farm with no trees, <laughs> and and Nikki would go out in the back. And so, I, when we first moved into our house where we're at now, I couldn't understand why she'd go out and she'd just look at me, but she wouldn't go. And I knew she had to go. And so then all of a sudden it dawned on me: here's a, the a vast, no trees have been planted, just an open yard with a new house on it. So I went and got a shovel and I just 
pushed it into the ground and I told her to go potty. She went behind the handle of the shovel and she went potty. In her mind, she was behind something. But, you know, whatever works. And then it got, eventually we got some trees planted and, you know, then she'd use that instead of the shovel stuck into the ground. So you just kind of got to work with our kiddos, you know. We don't understand why, but it's it just what it is. So, okay, what's, what's up? Folks. <laughs> All right. We're going to go to the phone and we're going to talk to Jim. All right. Jim has a question about a cat that's killing birds and other animals. Ah. Yeah. Welcome to the cat world. Yeah. <laughs> and he wants to stop it. Ah. So. <laughs> Hi, Jim. How you doing? Just fine. Good, good. Now, you got a male or a female cat? Male. And how old? Man, probably about uh, a little over a year. A year? Oh, yeah. That's the prime, prime. So is your cat totally outdoor or indoor outdoor cat? He's indoor, outdoor. A lot of the time he's out, though. Okay, okay. Uh, the only thing that you could do to keep him, because they are, at that age, are perpetuating, well, some some are lazy and just want to sit and watch the birds and mice and stuff like that, and some are like, yeah, I am on it. And so if you're really worried about, you know, because like with out here at the farm, like in the spring, I'm really lucky the cats pretty much stay much to the mice and leave the birds alone, but I still, I do not have bird feeders. I don't want to even attempt, at, you know, having a feeding station for my cats. But then what I do is I put them in at night, like during the nesting season, so they can't climb a tree and get the mom while she's sitting on the eggs. And then when the babies come on, I just pray that, you know, but anyway, the only way to surefire away though, is you, then you build a, a, a enclosed or not enclosed, but you know, like a kennel with a top on it for like you would have for a dog. So the cat can be outside, but he can't go killing anything. That's the only way that you can keep a cat because they're killing machines. That's what, you know, they're bred or they're, they're, they came from the desert and they're meant to eat birds and mice, birds and mice, an occasional uh, gopher. Like my husband uh, is killing go or crapping gophers right now, and he'll bring the gophers right in, and uh, all my cats are having a field day, you know, eating, and they're getting you know pretty good weight. <laughs> so that's what you just got to do. You can build like an outdoor enclosed area for the cat, so the cat can have the luxury of being outside. Otherwise, you can try getting the cat used to like a hard cat harness, and then you have the cat out there with you, you know, so that the cat can lay in the grass and blah, blah, blah. But then when you're going to go in, the cat's got to come in. Don't ever leave them tied out by themselves because they can get themselves in some weird situations and uh, but that's it there is no way to teach a kid because that's what they're meant to do is they are prey driven an animal and usually they the, are yeah yes they are and see that's why like i say what the, i don't have bird, i have never had bird feeders um because i didn't even though i could put them close to the trees i know cats are so fast and there's some that are i my frank is the one that is wicked with every i mean he it's amazing what he can catch and uh but uh, walter's just lazy just lays for him to get you know full and then whatever's left over he goes finishes up <laughs> so, can i feed him uh, something in particular that would uh, get him off the nope. uh, like say the rabbit nope 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 if he got a rabbit then my ra- let's see frank last winter got three rabbits and they were good sized rabbits and how he yeah. did that i have no idea he got this spring he got a red squirrel a red squirrel. Those little things are nasty little buzzards. And I couldn't believe They're he got, fast. yeah, and fast. And so that's what I mean. He's just a killing machine. But my other cats I have are just kind of the whatever. I'll just stick to mice and bulls. But otherwise, that's it. But no, he's, he's out for the big game. And, and like I say, some just have a higher prey drive and quickness and just agile to be able to do that. I, I doesn't, you know, so, but yeah, that's about the only thing that you can do is enclose like a, an open kennel, you know, cyclone fencing or whatever. And then put maybe rabbit, fen- or rabbit fencing or, um, 
uh, chicken wire on the top. So the cat, and then you, you build some stations because cats like to be up off the ground and look at things. So you, you build some shelves and such like that, that they can walk a walkway. They can walk here and walk there, jump here, jump there. So they can sit out and they can enjoy, but now all the birds and, uh, and the wildlife are being, uh, now they get to have their babies and not be killed. <laughs> but that is. You mentioned diatomaceous earth yep. for fleas. Yep. Uh, is that good for ticks too? Yep, because any crustacean that crawls through it, a flea, a tick, a spider, anything with the shell, if they if they uh, crawl through it, it scrapes their shell and they dehydrate and they die. All right. And a lot of people put it around the foundation of their house because to keep ants out and other little creepy crawling centipedes and such. Because once again, it when they crawl through it, they it scratches their shell and then they die. So yeah, you can look it up online, diatomaceous earth, and the slang is D E. Uh, for uh, pest control, it's it's really it's it's amazing stuff, and it deworms your you know if the cat licks it, they the deworms. But if, for when you put it on the animal, it has to be food grade, all right? Because there's different grades to it. You just put it in a baby sock and sock sock, zip tie the top, and then a tap on the butt, tap on the back of the shoulders and the neck, and then one tap like you know like in the chest between the front legs and such. You know, just one little tip, one little pat, just a little pat, not a pat, <laughs> okay. All right. Well, good luck. Maybe inventing, you know, you know, if you're a good carpenter, just framing your whole yard, put a top on it, and you're all set to go. <laughs> the yard is uh, seven acres. Well, it's going to take you a while, but it can be done. It can be done. <laughs> Thanks for the call, kiddo. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yeah, that's uh, that's a tough thing when you got cats, and that's why I always wanted bird feeders. Oh, geez, I wanted bird feeders in the worst way. And we've got a lot of cardinals, a lot of great birds. Which I just saw a flicker the other day, and uh, I, I but the, I refused to make a feeding station for the cats, and so because Frank is such a good, you know, good at what he does. So that's why I just kind of watch the birds fly through and they nest in the in the pine trees and such like that. But uh, yeah, I just have not. And I got down to two cats and I was really, but if it, if, if it were just Walter, Walter's too lazy, he doesn't hunt. And Frank's, you know, my hunt machine is like, no, not even with two cats. Well, now I'm back up to five cats. So never mind. So I just have to be, but my grandpa down in Pepin, Wisconsin, he had bird feeders out every one of his windows and a chair by it. So you could sit there and just watch the birds come in. And it was just, you know, when they're migrating and such like that, oh, it was, and that's what I wanted in my house. I wanted to put bird feeders, you know, outside the windows and put the chair there so I could sit and watch. And he always had bird books right there. So if you weren't sure what the, instead of going and getting him, Grandpa, what's this bird? He'd tell you to look it up. <laughs> and so we did, and we got good at, you know, pretty soon. That's one way to learn it fast and do because you don't want to have to look it up again. And then Dad, Grandpa actually got other things done other than, you know, four grandkids going, Grandpa, what bird is that? Grandpa, what bird is that? But anyway, so it, it's fun. But yeah, so with, the, with the, the birds, that's the only thing they can do. And there's I've seen some other some people make some really nice outdoor enclosed kennels with really cool cat walkways and such like that for cats to be out, go out and enjoy the sunshine. And, and you know, it's on grass so they get to be on the, you know, eat their grass if they want to and, and such like that. So it's, it's pretty cool now one thing too which you got to re uh eating grass if your dogs right now are eating a lot of grass you know that's great that's a salad but if they're eating grass really fast like feverishly and then they want to throw up that means that their tummy's upset all right and that's kind of nature's pet bismol but if they're just out there grazing let them that's their salad they need their greens all right now be careful where your dogs and cats are eating grass if you have any chemicals on them at all any they cannot eat that grass you are going to be de uh, hurting their kidneys and liver and their overall health
So that's why what you got to do is know what, where you, if you take your dogs to the park, the parks are really big on chemicals, all kinds for mosquitoes and, and for weed control and such like that. So I wouldn't allow my dog to eat grass at, at any place other than when I know, like my own backyard, I gazillion poppies, you know, yellow poppies in our yard so they can eat away because I, and I have lots of worms, I have lots of ants, so I have a real healthy lawn is what I've got. So that works out pretty good. So yeah, so if dogs are eating grass, don't panic, that's good. You know, they need their, their greens, but. Like I said, if they're throwing up, eating it real fast, and then you can see them, they they're, they're, they want to help, try to make themselves throw up, then they're look at your food, look at your treats. What did the dog get into the tummy's upset? All right. Okay. Yes. Here we go. I was waiting for you there, Marley. <laughs> I'm Carly, not Marley. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> it's all I good. Don't know. Marley and Marley, Carly and Carly. All right. Are ready? Okay. Most element... Most elephants weigh less than something. Most elephants weigh less than something. Well, no, that's a weird way of saying that. But I'm going to leave it at that. Bye. We'll be back. Hello. Thanks for holding on. Okay, I worded that last one a little bit wrong. All right. Okay, so I'm going to kind of, okay. What, what weighs as much as a blue whale's tongue? Uh. An elephant. An elephant. There you go. Okay. okay. Gave me the answer. Like, okay. So I wasn't sure if it was the weighs, elephant. Yeah, weighs as much as uh, most elephants do. Wow. Isn't that something? Just the tongue of the That's blue whale. That's crazy. Just the tongue. That's, That's crazy. Okay. Yeah, I worded that wrong. Sorry about that. Okay, let's head to the phone lines. Okay, we're going to go to Jim. Jim has a question about his mom's dog that is licking a All lot. Right. Okay. Hi, Jim. How you doing? Hi, I'm doing good. How are you? Good, good. So, what kind of dog are we talking about? Uh, it's a Jack, she's a Jack Russell Papillon. Okay, right? and how old? Oh, um, about uh, thirteen. Okay, actually. and so she's licking what? People, furniture, um, rugs. Her uh, front of her shins. Oh, sorry, the front of her shins, um, like on her, above her paws and. She constantly licks them now to the point where they're always pink. Um, they're not hairless, but they look like it because they're so pink. Okay, so so this this pupper is licking him himself. Yes. Oh, okay. I didn't know if she was licking, you know, the people, you're, you know, <laughs> to the, never mind. Okay. When a dog overlicks their fur like that, it's usually uh, the food. Usually the food has to be changed and you have to add some pro, uh, probiotics and digestive enzymes. It's kind of a digestive thing. An allergy thing yeah. is what it can be uh, brought on by. i also like it. Their omega threes and sixes are low. Uh, so is the dog itchy too? Is she what? Is she itchy? Does she itch a lot? Uh, no. Nope. She just licks her paws. Yeah. Okay. And then, um, uh, now, what's her schedule like? Is she left alone a lot, or what's going on? Um, no. She uh, usually has at least one person with her. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. That what I would do. Now, what food are you feeding? What kind of food? Would yeah. You what eat? food are you feeding? Oh. Oh. Um. You know, I'm not sure. It's um, she's at my mom's, so I'm not sure what food 
Okay. Okay. Because that'd be a big thing. Is that I would change the food first and go with a non-chicken base. Like Nutrisource has got a beef and rice or a trout and rice uh, dry food, or if she's feeding canned food, they've got it the same in canned food. If you want to do that, but I would change up the base. And then Nutrisource okay. has a regular, really good thing. Uh, if you're having a hamburger, give a little hamburger to the dog. But uh, but there's a lot of uh, uh, lower grade foods that can cause this ulcer. And then, like I say, by adding more omega-3s and 6s, you know, like salmon oil, uh, krill oil, uh, just some fats to the diet. Uh, Extra virgin coconut oil is good for uh, the healthy fats. And then, um, but that's what I would do is, uh, that's what I would change up. All right? Because, like I said, if sometimes, yeah, people don't have, if they don't rotate the dog's diet enough, then what will happen is they can start overlicking their legs and their paws, and it's usually a sign of allergies. It's, they're just, pretty soon they'll start itching, and then, yeah, things just kind of go sideways, okay? So otherwise, oh, wow. she's, you said 11 years old. Uh, otherwise, is she in pretty good health? Is she overweight or what? Yeah, she's overweight, and uh, she's lost a couple teeth Okay. Oh. front. Okay. Uh, when's the last time she had a complete blood work done on? Um, I said, don't think she has. Okay, because when dogs get to be about eight, nine, I always try to tell people if you have not done a complete blood profile, include the thyroid test also, is that, that it's time to get one done. Just to see how the kidneys and liver and the, and things are doing. The blood work tells us a lot because there sometimes might be an underlying thing that is start, about ready to really raise this ugly head, and you can catch it early. And so that's what I would try to do. And if she's overweight, that you know plays a big part into maybe diabetes and things like this and joint problems. And so that's why we want to try to get weight off this dog and then change his food up, uh, probiotics, digestive enzymes. And then, like I say, I, I I would definitely do uh, a complete blood work and include include the thyroid. So make sure the thyroid, because sometimes when dogs are overweight and they're older, they might have a, a, a hypo uh, thyroidism. And what that is is that the thyroid is, is really slow and they need some medicine to perk it up. All right? Okay. So give that a shot and then keep me posted, okay? All right. We'll do. Thank you. Good luck, Jim. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. There you go. Yeah, with dogs overlooking themselves, a lot of times it could be it could be a nervous habit. It, it, that's why, you know, I always for dogs and cats. And I know cats hate going to the vet, but now there's a lot of mobile vets that are coming around, and you want to check that out. You know, Google it or whatever type thing, because there's a lot of in the area here. There's a lot of mobile vets, and then if you have a dog that is really aversion to you know vet clinics, or you have the aversion to bringing them to the dog, you know, have the vet come to you. Just like there's a lot of groomers now, mobile groomers. And, uh, if you have a cat that has got fur. You know, fur balls and uh, uh, fur, you know, whatever. What am I, what word am I looking for? Uh, hairball, not hairballs. Uh, the, the fur is all tangled up. It's um, not hairballs. Like, like mats. There yeah. we go. Good gravy. <laughs> Brain fluff there. Okay. They got are, are all matted up, especially the medium to long haired cats. A lot of people top groom them, but don't groom the bottom, kind of like what's happening with everybody uh, having their dogs, uh, their doodles, you know, whether it be Berna doodle. I just saw a St. Bernard doodle. Uh, Burtonese Mountain do- um, Cross Doodle, Golden Doodle, their Sheep a Doodle, Old English Sheepdogs and Poodles, Spring and Poo, Springers and Poodle. You know, it's just unbelievable. But all this is is perpetuating is massive groomers are needed. And so, if you're thinking about getting into the pet industry, become a pet groomer, folks, because it is going to be massive with all these doodles coming into the market. And most people don't know how to do their coats, and you got to get the right brush, you know, for the right coat, a slicker brush, 
and a rake is usually the two that work really good for the doodles, anything doodles. And then because so some people are just really uptight. They bring them in and they get them back and they're totally shaved because they the top was okay, but they didn't get down to the skin and do it right. So if you have any doodle of any kind, you should get in in uh, uh, contact your groomer. And say, okay, what brushes do I need and how do I need to use them correctly? Because otherwise it's going to save you a lot of money in the long run. So also too, um, uh, they're high maintenance as far as their coat. I mean, high maintenance. You could get them groomed like, uh, well, if you don't buzz them totally down, and it's going to be every six to eight weeks. You got it. You got a big dog, and if you don't keep the coat upright, boy, it's going to cost you mega, mega bucks. Because I just got my little three pound poodle, which is you know and she's done but boy that you know that and the groomers are just having a tough time and just rolling their eyes for people that are not doing their, their coats you know keeping up on their coats it's 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 uh it's unbelievable but yeah become a dog groomer because boy you got a lot of money ahead of you because it's it's but it's a lot of work too it's not not it's not easy work and if you do have a, a doodle puppy start bringing them to the groomer when they're 10 or 12 weeks old to 16 weeks old just to get to know the groomer and then the groomer can show you how to keep the coat up right with what brushes and one thing you want to stay away from, folks, is stay away from that Furminator. Do not use the Furminator. That is a blade that shaves your dog, and you will always get hair because it's a blade. All right, where the Garden Caterpillar has how many muscles in its head? The Garden Caterpillar. We'll be back.